All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second ever episode of My, my Lash Two Brain Cells. I'm your host, Maddie Morris, and this is my husband, Elliot Morris. We own Lightheart Studios, and we are super excited for the second episode. It's a doozy. It's a doozy. It's <laughs> going to be, there's going to be drama. There's going to be tears. There's going to be. I'm shaking. My hands are shaking. There's tea. I'm nervous. And I've we're going to spill it. Yeah, I've been waiting five years to tell this story. Yeah. Well, tell them what it's about. Well, this is my salon experience story. I worked at a salon slash day spa for almost two years when I first got started in the industry at 18. And man, I have been publicly and privately protecting this establishment for all of those years since I quit, just out of respect for the people that work there. I never wanted to drag their name through the mud. I never wanted to, um, I just, I never wanted people to have a bad image of that place. I just wanted to move on, but so much time has passed and recently the business sold. So it is no longer a business. And I now feel comfortable to share the story in its entirety. Um, and, uh, it's hard. It's it's a really hard story to tell. Um, it In hindsight, I should have gotten out <laughs> very, very quickly, but I stayed for a long time. And, you know, salon employee, uh, it, it's, it's hard being a salon employee when you're so young. And I think a lot of us get taken advantage of. Um, and I really want to share this story, not to sound complainy and not to tell a negative story, um, but I want to shed light on if you are a newer artist working in a salon environment and you feel like something's off, it probably is. Um, and I just want to inspire and encourage people that are maybe in the same situation I was in who are young and naive, maybe don't know a lot about the industry. Uh, it can be better. You can work somewhere else. You can even go on your own. But um, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're not trying to like trash all salons or spas because we no, know a lot there that are, are a lot really of, good. There are a lot of incredible salons and salon owners yep. who have big hearts and who have amazing uh, staffs of employees who care about each other. And um, that's amazing. That just wasn't my experience. There are also some that do suck. Yeah. And and it can be really hard when you're in the middle of it to see the signs of it sucking and yeah. to see the signs of maybe when things aren't good or see when you're being taken advantage of. Um, Cause like you, when we were doing it, when we, when you were working at the salon and we were dating, like you only had good things to say about that place. You yeah. would always tell me about how amazing it was, how much everyone there cared about you, how much they were doing for you. Like they were investing so much into your education and all this. And then I never said a bad word about it. No, him, not even at in all. The worst of it. Oh yeah. I, I defended them so hard when my family was telling me to get out. Yep. When my friends were telling me to get out, I adamantly defended um, the owner and the people there because I was made to feel like we were family and I was made to feel like I was indebted to them in some way. Yep. And then looking back on it, like it should have been much better and you should have probably got out a long time ago. Yeah. And it, it made, it made it me, you know, but to this day, you know, seven years in the industry now, it made me want to be a better leader than the leadership I had. It made me True. want to run my business in a manner that uh, was authentic and real. And let, whether I ended up having employees or renters in the future, I obviously took the renter out. But I knew from this experience, I wanted to be the total opposite yeah, of what I Yeah, I think it gave there. you such a heart for people in this industry that really like, did. because your beginning in the industry sucked so much, like you and now what we're doing with Lightheart, like the whole goal is to make it so that everyone else doesn't have to go through as much suckage as you went through yeah and to make things easier and i mean that's why like obviously we sell the products to make money but like we really try with the products to make them we just, we just want to make things that help people yeah we want to make products that help people and one of the reasons that we don't just give everything away is because like i think in order to help people more they need to value the information that they're getting and like a lot of people if you give them free guides then um, they don't read them. Most people don't read them. Yeah. Like I know I've gotten tons of free information online and from like signing up for email lists and stuff that like 90% of the time I don't even look at it. So I I really think that the route we're going down to me seems like the 
at, at least as far with the information that we have right now and like where we are in our lives, as far as I can tell, this is the best way that we have found to help as many people in the lash industry as we can to get out of bad situations and to improve the situation they're currently in, whether they're independent or they're working for a salon or they're just trying to grow their own business. Like that's, yeah, yeah. that's all we want to do. And so I think this story is going to be really good to kind of help people understand you know, the signs that maybe they're being taken advantage of or um, just, you know, it, it might be a little entertaining too. Yeah. You know, it went down. It goes downhill very quickly. Very so quickly. stay tuned. So we can <laughs> we can just jump into it. We'll jump I right mean, into it. We'll start. We'll, let's start with like you in beauty school. Like yeah. you're about to graduate. So I went to beauty school uh, when I was still a teenager. I was just 18. And uh I remember my dream was to be a makeup artist. I really had no dreams of ever being an esthetician, even though I was getting my aesthetics license. And uh, also, I had recently become a new Christian. So I was very new in my faith. I was recently attending church for the first times. Um, I had a heart on fire for the Lord. And because of that, I was also a little bit um, naive to how um, sometimes people use religion to take advantage of other people. And I was. What? No. <laughs> People would never. People do. What? People do. God. So I remember I was Monsters. At, I was at church one day with my mom, and my mom had run into a woman in the bathroom of church, and they had gotten to talking about how this woman owned a very busy day spa. And my mom is so chatty and so friendly. She can be friends with absolutely anybody. And uh, my mom was like, oh, my gosh, my daughter is going to aesthetic school. You own a day spa. You guys should connect. And so this woman was like, yeah, yeah. She went up to me at the end of the service and said, hi, honey. The Holy Spirit literally came and told me and picked you out of a crowd and said, this girl's going to work for your day spa one day. I was like, wait, how did you even know I'm in beauty school? And she's Yikes. like, you're in beauty school? I literally just felt. I had no idea. She's like, I just felt the presence of the Holy Spirit. And no. I said, that girl is going to work for me one day. No. And she's going to be part of my family at this day spa. And I was so overcome with emotion. I was like, wow, God is really plowing me this this miraculous path. Like he has put this woman in front of me. This woman literally met my mom in the bathroom. So so she goes, come in for an interview tomorrow. I want to hire you immediately. I'll hire you while you're still in beauty school. And I was like, what an opportunity. Like she's really taking a chance on little old me who still a teenager, still living at home, um, doesn't have any uh, any beauty background. So I showed up for an interview the next day. I put on my big girl boots and to full circle this conversation, I'm wearing my big girl boots that I wore to that interview. And bringing so, them back. I'm bringing them back, babes. So I put on my little big girl outfit, my blazer, my boots. And in the middle of winter, I showed up for this interview. It was dark and freezing outside. And I remember I was so, I was so taken aback because I was prepared to interview like I did for every other job I previously had. I'd been working since I was... 13, 14 at various places. On that grind. On that grind. 14 years old. Yeah, I worked at a pizza place, sold shoes, um, did all the things. and uh, But this interview wasn't an interview. She was really just like, tell me your deepest, darkest secrets. Like, let's share testimonies. I felt like I was at a sleepover. <laughs> and she was crying and telling me about all the hardships she'd gone through in her life and how she got in trouble with the law and how she was involved in some risky business. And... um. I was just so inspired by her story of how she went from uh, convict. Know, yeah. This really terrible, hard life of crime to where she is now. And uh, without even talking about, you know, uh, my experience or what I could offer the team, it was, I was hired for the next day. Um, we had to wear all black all the time. So I went out that night and bought a brand new wardrobe of, of black clothing. Oh and you were allowed a uh, floral accessory, right? I was allowed a floral accessory yeah but boy oh boy we all looked like robots so yep. i um was so committed heart and soul to this job because i truly felt like the lord had placed this woman so perfectly in my path and i was going to be indebted to working for her for a long time so i signed a two, uh three-year contract with her yep i signed a three-year contract with her to work for her for three years it was not a legally binding contract she had written it in a word document and it was all misspelled and i signed my life away um <laughs> you thought you signed your life away yeah right it literally <laughs> didn't matter um the without giving too much away the day spa was lime green inside and out the walls were lime green the wallpaper was beautiful no there wasn't wallpaper at the time oh yeah that there was wasn't yet. they had the decals though 
There were decals of Bible verses all over the walls, and the treatment rooms themselves were bright yellow, bright orange, bright purple. I mean, it was really heinous, you guys. It it looked like a preschool. So (laughs) you wonder why Lightheart is purely white. (laughs) If you're wondering why Lightheart is so is only white, beautiful. It's just me recovering. It's it's my way to cope. So um, I had the green room, the green treatment room, and uh, man, you guys, I just thought that this was. I thought that this was my big break. I thought that I was just uh, such a professional. And instantly, I showed up with no experience, mind you. Like, I was being trained from scratch. Um, Because as we know, beauty school doesn't really teach you a whole lot. So I showed up my first day um, expecting to do facials. And I immediately was told I am going to be doing full body waxing all day long, mostly Brazilians. We specialized in Brazilian waxing. Um, And then I also was trained to do lash extensions there. So most of my day consisted of Brazilian waxing. I did about five or six waxes a day. Um, Eventually, I got to a point where I was doing three or four an hour. So that's very, very fast. It's totally reasonable. (laughs) It seems seems totally reasonable to me. Yes. And, um, you know, from the start, it was very predatory. Like, I remember they had a very fast turnover of employees. Like, we had girls that would come in that she would hire the same way she hired me, just very quickly, no background check. And they would be gone within three days. She's like, oh, it didn't work out. Didn't work out. Didn't work out. And I was like, whoa, am I your longest standing employee? You were by a long shot. (laughs) I was like, I am the CEO. (laughs) And so we had such a high turnover of employees. Um, And really, I mean, I would get in my car every morning and I would just say a prayer. I was like, God, if this is where I'm meant to be, like, thank you for putting me here. I will work, you know, I will work to make people feel loved and served however you want me to do so. And if I am meant to be... You know, wax and weans. Wax. <laughs> there is there a more eloquent way to say it? I don't. I don't think. I mean, manzillion. Man, if you're my mom, how, how did you start doing? If you're my mom listening, please just like pick a different episode because because you thought you were just going to be doing Brazilian. <laughs> so right? at first I was like, okay, you know, I'm a little uncomfortable doing Brazilians, but I'll do it. And then my first day, she said, I want you to shadow me for a manzillion. And I said, what is a manzillion? She's like, well, it's a Brazilian for a man. And no. I was like, and I was like, you know. I get that. Everyone needs their everyone needs their things done. Everyone has their self-care, right? But I was like, you know, I'm 18. I'm a little uncomfortable waxing men. Uh this up cl- I'm just I'm just not comfortable with it. And I remember her she saying She said, "Uh-huh. Yeah, cool." She said, "Honey, we're a family. We all do the same services, so you're you're in the team or you're not." And I was like, "You're Whoa. just waxing your uncle." Just, <laughs> just, it's family. So anyway, yeah, weird. So <laughs> anyway, I remember I went into the treatment room and I was I was scarred, guys. I mean, it was I would be scarred. I don't think I could do that. Oh my gosh. So I was waxing, you know, 5 to 6 women a day and like one man a day, and it was it was I can't believe she didn't respect that. You know, off the bat, I was like, I will do every service. I will be the best, you know, facialist, whatever that you have. But I was uncomfortable, but I did it. I did it for two years. I probably waxed hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of men. Um, and I remember there was one man that had a crush on me and he had told my boss that he had a crush on me. He was like, who's that girl at the front? She's cute. And my boss was like, oh, that's Maddie. And um, she put him on my books. <laughs> <laughs> he came in for him. She's a homie. What? She's a homie for that one to that dude. So he came what, in. For, what a wingman. He came in for his, you know, <laughs> his wax, and I was, like, and this guy treated it like it was a first date, and I was like, I am eighteen, and you are naked, and you. How are old was he? F- almost forty, <laughs> nice. and you're flirting with cool. me. I mean, this <laughs> happened more than one time, and I mean, I'll tell you what, I was pretty cute at eighteen. And uh, oh, I can attest. I, was really <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I was really cute at 18. And oh, it just made me so, so uncomfy. And there were many situations like that. She would always give me the hardest clients to deal with. Um, that dude who, who bled? Please don't talk about that. What? That's a, that's a, it's an important part, I think, to, to understand the full <laughs> range of things you had to deal with. He was on blood thinners. Okay. He was on blood so thinners. I went to wax this. I really don't want my mom to listen to this. Just tell her not. Tell her, hey, just skip this one. Mom, just don't. Okay. Just skip this one. Love you so much. See you. It wasn't your fault. It's not like you chose this life. Oh, I didn't choose this life. This life chose me. So I remember I went into wax this man one day, and I pulled off the first strip, and he starts bleeding everywhere, (laughs) like spurting blood. It looked like his (laughs) skin had come off, and I was like, "Excuse me, sir. Um, 
Hey, um, did you know that? <laughs> did you know that you're bleeding on my table? He was like, "Oh, it's fine. Just keep going." And I'll I was use like, that, "Whatever." And I was like, "It's oh, all good." I don't know. So I he's like, "Oh, it always does that." <laughs> he did say that. <laughs> so I went and got my boss, and I was like, "Hey, this man is just gushing blood, you know, from his on my table." Um, and so she comes in and she was like did you not disclose some information like are you on any medication he's like yeah i'm on some blood thinners i just bleed a lot when my skin is even touched and so this man is literally so i thought you know today's the day i get a wax <laughs> traumatized That'll this be teenager yeah uh, yeah tips me three dollars that um oh yeah so that happened there was many 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 uncomfortable situations um should i tell the story of apollonia or is that too graphic i mean you already told becky not to listen yeah so oh i said her name Apollonia. We can beep it. We can beep it. Beep. Okay. So those will be beeps in the, okay, where are we at? We're at 15. Actually, it doesn't matter. 59. It doesn't matter. I mean, Apollonia, it wasn't her fault. It wasn't her fault. It wasn't her fault. She a- really Apollonia babes. was dealt a bad hand we can see, say that her name. day. So th- she hired a new employee named Apollonia, and she was really cool. I liked her a lot. She would always come to work stoned, and she was just super sweet. Um, but one day, Apollonia was doing a Brazilian wax, and my boss had gone out of town on vacation. Um, she did that all the time. And Apollonia was waxing, was doing a Brazilian wax on a very hairy woman. And um, she was so poorly trained. She had no idea how to correct her mistakes. So she was uh, soft waxing her. And it was this massive soft wax. I actually don't want anyone to listen to this episode. I don't want any of my friends to. If you're, if you know me in person, just click away. If you just want to be entertained, then keep listening. So she put hard wax over the soft wax to get it off and then more soft wax over the hard wax to get that off and she made this mountain of wax <laughs> the waxers in the audience their <laughs> pupils are just dilated the waxers listening. Just, oh no it was a mountain of soft wax hair hard wax soft wax hair it was really a mess the woman was crying in pain and apollonia comes into my room while i'm doing a facial and she was like hey maddie um i have a little situation and i was like okay teensy tiny situation I'm in the, I'm in the she's like no i actually need you to come look so i go into her room excuse myself from the facial and this woman is bleeding crying screaming threatening to sue she's yelling at apollonia she's yelling at me and i had to completely diffuse the situation correct this wax i had to go in and cut every little hair from underneath this pile of wax um i mean because otherwise we i mean she would have had to go to the hospital i mean i don't even know what no that's yeah so i figured it out i went through like three pots of wax it was about a thousand degrees in the room um apollonia's crying um that i was there probably about four or five hours i was there the entire day it took that long yeah the entire day oh my gosh yeah and and i was giving this woman free facials free lashes i was comping everything i was giving her just this mound of gift cards i was just trying to you know i'm 18 yeah um sweet apollonia got fired the day after when our boss heard about this and um I mean, bless her heart, she had no training. And it wasn't her fault. No, not at I all. I mean, none of us were trained properly. No, she did. No, it was the not blind, at all. It was the blind leading the blind. <laughs> it was. At the end of my, at the end of my stay I'm amazed here, you got through that. At the end of my stay here, I was training everyone in the salon. I was her master esthetician. I want to talk about pricing for a quick second. Um, So I was um doing, thir- I was getting 30% commission. Yep. And we mainly did Groupon services. Yep. So most half of our, off everything. Yeah, so most of our services were close to free or half off and I was getting 30%. So, I mean, I really was making. People would spend like 11 bucks on a uh, wax and you would get like four. Yeah. Four dollars. Yeah. Um, I was really excited to get tips because, you know, I was really personable and I put my heart and my soul into everyone I was seeing. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of relying on tips at this point. And, and you got pretty good tips. I mean, they for as far as the percentage of the service, like they're tipping two bucks on a four dollar <laughs> commission. That's that's fifty percent. I think it was sympathy tips. Oh uh, yeah, yeah so for sure. <laughs> I felt so for bad sure. for this sweet girl. Um, and I remember one time, my, one day, my boss was like, "Hey, so you could keep your tips, or you could tie them. You could donate them." And I was like, "Oh, and you really should donate them, like a percentage of them." And she's think like, "Think no, of just, what Jesus would just do. tithe your tips." And in hindsight, they were not going to any organization. She was like, don't worry. Don't worry. I'll handle it. Just just say, it, yeah, I want to tithe my tips. I'll handle it all for you. Don't worry. We'll just take them out of your paycheck. Yeah. And then we're going to tithe them all. And sh- they definitely went to. They went to the church of. They of went Earth. somewhere. Um, did I talk about the walls being green? Um, 
the walls were green. Yeah. The walls were lime green. And I remember one day we had a staff meeting and I was so invested in this place that I brought it up at the staff meeting. I said, hey, um, I really think we could give people a better experience and just kind of be a more classy establishment if we painted the walls. I don't know, maybe a cream, maybe a gray, just something that's a little more a neutral salon spa like. But they are lime green and covered in Amazon decals of Bible verses. And Wasn't there like a butterfly too? I remember she was... Don't get too specific. I don't want people to know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I remember her being like, everyone loves the green walls, Maddie. Everyone loves the green walls. You're the only one who doesn't like the green and walls. I, and I brought it up at staff meetings for a Everyone year. hates you and for I, suggesting. And I brought it up at staff meetings for a year. And then finally, after about a year, when I was, I was ended up being her highest paid employee, I was their master esthetician. Um, I was training everyone. I was very much running the show, um, which, you know, gave me a lot of leadership experience in hindsight. I'm, I'm grateful for that. But we were sitting at a staff meeting and I brought it up. I said, listen, I think as someone that has been the longest standing employee that has a lot of say in how we run things, I think we need to take a vote on what we do with the salon's paint color. <laughs> and every employee was like, paint it white, paint it white. So we we basically rallied together and painted, we painted the place. You, you, you unionized, <laughs> unionized against the green walls. <laughs> we actually all... There, uh, I might add that there was 12 employees. It was a pretty big, uh, pretty, a lot of employees. Yeah. So we had, all of us had decided we wanted to paint the place white. So I said, I'll even paint it white. I'll pay for the paint and I'll come in on the weekend with my dad and we will paint it. And we did. We yeah. came in and, and painted it. And I remember she came in the next morning and started crying. And she was like, this it's is hideous. so ugly. She's like, it's hideous. And... <laughs> All the clients were coming in and they were like, this place is gorgeous. Like, it's beautiful. Thank you for doing this. And I, and she was so mad at me. And I remember um, I came to work. She's like, can't you tell everyone hates it? Yeah. And I remember in a couple of days I showed up to work and she was painting. And I was like, what are you painting? She was painting dark gray horizontal stripes. She's like, they're slimming. They're slimming. <laughs> the horizontal stripes. It's a it's an illusion. It's a hack. Um so now and, and there was no masking tape. I mean, it just was like she took a paint roller and started painting these gray horizontal stripes. Well, yeah, it, they were the width of the paint roller. <laughs> she said, uh, and all the across. employees, we were just watching it like, oh boy. No. And oh, oh boy. Um so I'll tell the story of how I left. There were a lot of stories, you know, within So it wasn't great. There was, you had to deal with a lot of bad situations yeah. over the three years you were there. But every uh, time. But I none of them made you want to leave. No. The whole time you were like, you know what? I love this. I'm doing what I wanted to do. Because you did. Work. You loved being an esthetician. The Lord's work. You were doing the Lord's work. I will say, and I have had a few students who have heartbreakingly told me that they have the same experience, but I when I went in to do a wax or a facial or something, my boss would say, Maddie, can I speak to you for a second? She would take me aside and she would tell me, I just want to let you know, this client told me that they hate you. They wrote you a bad review and they said, I hate Maddie. No. So when you go in there, I want you to do the best job ever. Otherwise they're, they're going to talk to me again. Like I'm going to have them report back to me. I was shaking in my boots. You guys, I was so young and so just i just wanted to do a good job and i remember i would freak out and i'd go in there and i'd be like hey is everything okay and they'd be like hey maddie what's up you know ready for my wax and she would do this all the time and then one day i confronted her about it and i said hey you keep telling me all these clients hate me and they had this negative experience with me that i just don't think happened and my boss one, one day goes oh honey i was literally lying to you so that you would just do a really good job i just wanted to encourage you and I was like, like what? What freaking whack business podcast <laughs> is this lady listening to? That's like, all right, all right, spa owners. Here's a new tip for you guys. Listen up, girl. Listen you, up, girl bosses. Listen up, girl bosses. If you want your employees to work extra super hard, tell, tell them, them that this client specifically hates them. Wrote them a scathing Yelp review, and that'll get told them, to them show they're up. stinky and they're bad. Hey, is is the camera and audio still rolling? It's I want to make sure. Okay, yeah, we're all working. Yeah, for um, full transparency, we filmed like the first 10 minutes of this, and then we got a card read error on the audio, so we had to restart. So Is it all rolling? Yeah, it's all it's all going good. Yeah, we got we got a red dot, and we got a red dot, so I think we're, we're solid Man, still. Man, this podcast is a lot, so I want to make sure. We're we still working out the kinks. We yeah. still don't have that AC adapter. We're yeah. going to have it next week, so. So, um, yeah, you know, there were a lot of times where I would get in my car and cry, but I... I 
<laughs> but then you'd come home and I'd be like, and hey, honestly, how was work? You were like, great. And it at was this, so good. It was so cute, you guys, because at this time I had just met Elliot and I remember wanted to be such a professional and I wanted to show up every day very, very adult-like, very professional. So I didn't want anyone to know that I had like a crush or like a boyfriend. And okay. um, Elliot, tell them about how you used to book uh-huh. services. I would. So I obviously wanted to come hang out with Madison while she was working and because I work 12 hours a day six days a week and because she was um, working at like the cheapest spa in the world I could still afford their services on my college student (laughs) income so I would book services with her at with under like a fake name and I would like call and I'd be like hey um (laughs) this is this is Steven I would like to uh, book a facial with Maddie uh, on this date. And they're like, okay, yeah, great. We'll see The you. longest facial you have. Oh, yeah. What is, do you have a two-hour facial? Elliot would, book like, Elliot would book like a body wrap, facial, microdermabrasion, yeah. brow like, wax. Yes, that will be $35. <laughs> like, perfect. <laughs> and, then, and then I would come in and we'd just hang out in your room. We would literally just hang out. We would just talk. We in your room quietly so that no one knew she wasn't actually doing a facial. I would turn on the facial. spa music and yeah. turn the lights on. We would just like look at memes and yeah. <laughs> talk about his day. We were so sweet. Um, so I'll talk about how I left. And this is the part of the story that I have been. This is the juice. Man, you This guys. is what all the girlies have been waiting for. It's a lot. I don't even know if I should put a trigger warning. Trigger warning. Um, so my boss, like I said, didn't do interviews at all. And she would just hire kind of anyone on a whim. And one day our massage therapist quit and my boss was going out of town. And so she quickly hired a new massage therapist to take over her entire book uh, to, to accommodate those clients that were on her books. So the massage therapist left and she hired this random man that she found on Facebook or Craigslist or somewhere. And he showed up and she left on vacation. And because I was the longest standing employee master esthetician like Madison you're in charge her personal assistant I was um, kind of in charge of training him and showing him the ropes and everything and I show up to meet this guy she's out of town my hands are literally shaking and um he is like six foot five he's a giant my man is a giant um he was about 35 years old and he just towered over me and I remember he would take his take his massage clients and he was apparently a very experienced masseuse, even though there was no background check done. Um, And he, you know, our clients would come and they would leave. And at the end of every night, he would ask me for rides home. He would it was like 8 p.m. and it's pitch black. Alaska at night is really dark and scary. And it was me cleaning the salon and, you know, uh, flipping the rooms and everything. And he would be like, can I get a ride home? And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) no no and i remember he was like well then i have to like take the bus or wait for my dad like napoleon dynamite i was like okay like Like, wait you're you're 30 you're 35 i'm a tiny little 18 year old girl and you're kind of scary please no and he would ask me for rides home every night and so i remember i would report back to my boss and i remember the first night i said hey i want to be inclusive i know we're all a family and we're all besties but I just get the most terrible vibes from this man and I just I think that we should reevaluate maybe do a background check learn a little bit more about him and then hire him when we're home just cancel the clients right like you don't have to make $50 on this man like it's okay and she was like Maddie just give him a chance show him who we are treat him like family and you're being really rude. You're being really rude. That's very Maddie. rude of you to say. Yeah. How would how would he feel yeah. if if he knew you were saying that about him? Yeah. And all the other women at the the salon started to be very uncomfortable, you know, around him. And he really, really focused on me because um, I was the youngest. I was the youngest by a long shot. Everyone else there was kind of in their forties and fifties. Like I was, you know, well half their age. Um, and he would stand over me while I was cleaning the floors. And I remember I wanted to like scream. I was so scared when he would stand over me. I would just see the shadow like a cartoon. And I was like, get away from me. Please stop. Please stop. Yeah. Um, and I really, I, I, I called her every night and I told her how uncomfortable he was making me and she ignored it and blamed it on me. And, um, then one day I, was doing lashes in my room. I had a client on my bed and the phone rings 
And we get a call from one of the clients that he had taken. And actually, this was a client of mine. And she was an elderly woman who was sick. And she got lashes from me for those two years. And she had gone in for a massage with him. And he had assaulted her in the room. And So sad. I know. This client called. and She she, was so sweet, too. Oh, my God. It literally literally broke my heart into pieces. And she was like, he you know what did me in the room and I have just taken a few days to process and I've spoken with the police and I've, I've been talking to my husband about what to do because he was like I care about you as like my lash artist and I don't want anything bad to happen to you I just want to like let you know that I've talked to authorities and like this is happening and I just remember like everything the life that I had lived within that building for like two years like totally fell apart in like a minute like I just didn't trust anyone anymore my trust for my boss my trust for like everything just was gone and I just remember feeling like I couldn't breathe and I was on the phone taking this client and my hands were shaking and I was crying and I was like oh will you just excuse me for a second (laughs) and I walked out of the room and mind you he's still in the room with a client as this is happening and he very well was doing the same thing to her and I remember me and the manager at the time um who she's awesome I loved her she like called back a bunch of the people that he had seen this week and she had asked what their experience was and let them know the situation and we had found out that he had been assaulting everyone in the room so we had reached out in that few minutes to everyone that he had seen this week and unfortunately everyone had had the same experience and he was he was a this is what he did he was a very known predator And had she had done a quick background check, she would have seen that there were previous arrests for him. And he had been slapped on the wrist a few times. And he had been running an at-home massage therapy business. where he Mobile. Mobile. Where he was going to people's homes and taking advantage of them. And he, you know, found us. And she didn't do a background check and put all of us in danger and went out of town. And and people were hurt. You know, this wasn't a close call. And a lot of people were, were very badly hurt by him. People that I cared about, people that I had serviced for years, that I saw as friends. Um, and the even crazier thing is, as like a thank you for uh, training him and everything, she booked me a massage with him for the next day. <laughs> <laughs> she was like... <laughs> She's like, lucky you, Madison. It's not funny. But I... It's not funny. But anyway, so... It's serious. It's serious. So she had put me on his books and i was like hey i don't like massages and she's like oh i hear he's really good he's real from who from literally who so really really heartbreaking and i remember just shaking and crying my poor sweet client i don't even remember like untaping her (laughs) i don't she's probably still there um where's maddie but anyway so the salon just went quiet you could hear a pin drop and he was still in the room with a client and we were all kind of running around like chickens figuring out what to do. The police were called that day. Um, and I remember I left and I told the manager, I said, look, I have to leave. Like I can never come back here again. And I was like, but what about my contract? And she goes, just leave. She's like, what contract? She said, what contract? And I was like, she's a real one. Yeah. I, I said the contract that I, I signed and she goes, Oh, this word document. She pulls it up on the computer, puts it in the recycle bin. She was like, it just leave. Like you're, you're better than this. And so I got in my car. I cried my eyes out. I, I prayed. Um, I called Elliot and I drove home and it broke my heart because I had like career wise, I had nothing without this place. I wasn't allowed to have my own Instagram. So I wasn't building my own clientele. My clients didn't even know my name, my number, like they knew my first name and that's it. Like I had mm-hmm. no way to contact my clientele if I ever left. Um, yeah, I was purposely not allowed to have social media. Well, yeah, because I mean, you yeah. could leave if you did leave. your own thing. Um, and, and I had just built a whole identity within, within this place for those two years. And, um, so I remember I drove home, I had a panic attack. I mean, you remember you were there that day. Oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. I was bawling my eyes out. Uh, my parents were like, leave, leave, leave. Like, please stop waxing wieners. Um, and I remember I felt like a lot of it was my fault. I felt like there was more I could have done. I felt like I could have been more direct with her. I really put a lot of blame on myself for these people I cared about getting hurt. Um, I felt very violated. I felt like, you know, I was so close to getting hurt. Um, and they did something about it. I think he was arrested very, very briefly at that time. At that time. Yeah. He got arrested for like, they just took him to jail and then he was like out the next day. Yeah. Um, 
anyway, so I have, I promised myself and I promised Ellie that I would never work for someone ever again. I said, you know, I have worked so hard for someone else to get treated like this and to be put in this situation. I will never let it happen again. Um, and I have, I have spoken to some of those clients that were, um, hurt by him and, you know, we have, we've talked about it and it like, they're, they're all okay, but you know, it, it happened and it was horrible. Um, and th- this story has very much since gone public and no one is protecting him anymore. So anyway, um, I went on my own, started my own business and this place continued to run. My boss texted me that night and said, Hey honey, I heard what happened. Like it, it there was no real, like, I'm sorry. Remember? Yeah, no, she was just like, Oh, heard what happened. That's crazy. That's, <laughs> that's, that's really wild. I was like, who could have ever thought who could have ever predicted, who could have this? predicted this? Um, so anyway, uh, a lot of time had passed. I, um, had, I went on my own and my business grew. My obviously lashes took off for me. I became obsessed with lashes and I kind of un- undid all my bad habits from there. And re- but you were really starting from like square one, starting when you from went square one. And I had two years under my belt that were just felt lost. Um, I started wearing color again. <laughs> yep. That was exciting. I really like your entire closet was just black. Yeah. I threw it out. Yeah. Um, and then to finish that chapter off, uh, about a year ago, my mom sent me an article and she was like, is this the guy? And I was like, yes, that is the guy. And it was a, a news article from back home. And he his name is Jason Karpinski. Jason Karpinski. Yeah. His name is Jason Karpinski. You can look him right up. And he was he was uh, put in prison. Yeah. yeah. He's in jail. He's locked up. Locked up, baby. And Ooh, he, what a shame. What a shame. What a shame. Oh, yeah. man. I love saying his name. Oh. Honestly, if that like. That felt good because I have protected like this. Well, in that article, they were they said in the article, like, if you have any information about this guy, like, let us know. We're building like a case. Yeah, they were building a case against him. And there was a big Facebook thread that came out and like a Facebook group that came out back home of people that he had gone to their houses and he had, you know, it was hundreds of people. It was so it was wild how (sighs) many people, how long it went on for without like years that was that blew my mind that like he could just get away with it for that long especially like with how obvious it was like how how was he just not how was he not locked up after like one i don't know like two it was hundreds yeah it was terrible yeah and um a lot of the things on facebook were really gut-wrenching they were really disgusting and um he got locked up and i remember my mom was like oh you should call in like because like you should tell him about what happened at the day spot years ago. So I called the sheriff, I think, or the, whatever. The it was an FBI agent, right? It Wasn't was it? someone. Yeah, because it was like multiple states. Yeah. So I had called in and um, he was like, oh, my gosh, we actually if you're calling in about Jason, we have an extra phone line you have to call. They, they had opened, a up, dedicated they had opened line. up a dedicated phone line to the Jason Karpinski hotline. <sighs> and I, I called that and I gave them my story and they were like, thank you. We will make a note that that incident. They started like, running ads. If you or anyone, you know, no. has been assaulted. it was really, really horrible. But mm-hmm. I mean good that he is locked he, up where he should be and everyone has i just pray that everyone heals from that and anyone that that was ever involved with him heals fully from that um and yeah and the the day spa is now sold um a different day spa different day spa and a lot of the people in there went on to do their own things um yeah, that was. I mean, my that's kind of the story. Salon suite story. Yeah, Anything that's it. you have to add? I mean, I think that was kind of the 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 darkness before the dawn for you. Yeah, like definitely. once you really it, your business really took off after that. Like you, yeah. I while you were working there, I remember I had always talked about how because I thought you were just amazing Ellie from day one. always did. I always thought Madison was the best lash artist in the world. I did dead ass the ugliest lashes you've ever seen. And I was it. like, oh, wow, <laughs> how do you do that? The, the artistry is incredible. The, the, the technique, the mapping. I'm uh, like, what is this? A cat eye? And Madison's like, yeah, yeah everyone yeah, gets cat eyes. It's, everyone gets cat eyes. 
That's my and motto. That's, <laughs> that's my motto. Gets Everyone gets cat eyes. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I don't know. That's brilliant. I don't know You're much You're a genius. Else. And so, like, while she was working at this place, I was always like, Madison, you got to do your own thing. Like, you're you are too good for this place and madison was always like no like i have this contract maybe once my contract's up i was i was told every day you know like the fact that she was like maddie you're 18 and you work here like do you know how many 18 year olds wish they were you everyone wants to be you everyone wants to be you she's like you're the most booked at the salon look at your schedule compared to all the other girls look at your schedule look at how many brazilians you do a day everyone wishes they were doing 15 brazilians a day (laughs) i was like everyone wishes they were me yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I should be grateful. Yeah. So if you or someone you know is in a similar salon situation. Um, it gets better. It gets better, you babe. You just got to quit. Just yeah. leave. Yeah. Just leave. Like if you're in beauty school and you a salon reaches out to you and they want you to sign like some long contract because they're like, oh, we're going to pay for your and they're gonna, training. And they're going to red flag and they're gonna sue you if you and they're gonna uh move leave and and work somewhere in close proximity run don't work there do not work there no. like pay for your own training pay for your like, own training if you have to choose between signing a contract and being and them like oh we'll cover your training yeah. and just paying for your own tra- pay for your own training like i remember she had hired another hairstylist that worked out of her home to come in for about two hours and teach me how to apply 0.25 diameter classic lashes onto people this lady spent 52 dollars on your training i think she slipped her a 20 i think she probably and, slipped and her a 20 like, Teach Maddie how and to a popeye's chicken sandwich and she, <laughs> and she was like thanks babe <laughs> <laughs> my boss told me she spent 2k on this training <laughs> she was training. like maddie i just spent 2k on your lash education i was like i know no, what she meant is that she gave her a copy of nba 2k for her son yeah and she was like here's that yeah for the xbox oh <laughs> i was taught to use these these amazon tweezers that would like rust when you put them <laughs> <laughs> when you put them in barbicide. Yeah. And I remember I would be like, hey, my tweezers are so bent and rusted. And and um, my boss was like, well, those are your tweezers. You those know? are your tweezers. And I was like, well, can I have new ones? And she's like, no, they're your tweezers. You have one pair. You get one tweezer. Everyone in the building is one pair. Okay. Every. This girl's is working for her. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> l- I'll talk about some lash stories really fast because the lash environment was we funny do, there. We could do a little more, yeah. Uh, little little bloopers. Um, We were given a product budget per month and we had four lash artists in the building at all times four lash artists and our budget for the month was a hundred dollars on this website called discount eyelashes.com it's still a website it looks like craigslist y'all um it's like this gray i i mean alibaba has a better website oh ab- oh absolutely by far by far by far discount eyelashes is like run by an 11 year old um and <laughs> no so- it's run by a 95 year old so anyway they uh i would have to go on and because my boss actually didn't do lash extensions i was their master lash artist. you were I you were the master, the lash master. Artist. and um so i had to buy adhesive um i mean you could spend i spend adhesive i, I spend thousands of dollars in adhesive a month for wholesale now oh now like, yeah yeah for sure but it was uh, adhesive all the lashes all the you know everything you could think of for a lash application service for the entire building for a hundred dollars a month and we were rationing like it was <laughs> world war ii i mean we had this bottle of adhesive that was so crusted um and it was just all i mean nothing was shaken there was glue everywhere i mean we were giving people chemical burns left and right you're like everybody's mom you're like filling it with water when it gets low to oh! make it last longer we, you know, if my boss thought of that hack, she would do it. She would have. She would have poured water in the cyanoacrylate. She'd actually. be like, ah, yes, this will make it last <laughs> like longer. The Johnson's four-in-one shampoo. <laughs> um, and I remember I was like, hey, like half my clients have like red chemically burnt eyes. And she was like, oh, like, half of people are allergic to lash extensions. Yeah. I was like, She's like, that sounds about half? right. Half? <laughs> like, why do they get them then? <laughs> She's like, they're dumb. Yeah. Um, blooper reel. I should also talk about when we went to the international beauty show. Oh, that was the best. That was a good, that is a good story. It is a good story. So about a year into me working here, um, we, she said, we're going to go to IBS in Las Vegas. It's like the biggest beauty, uh, conference in the world. And you guys know it. Um, so I was super excited. I was like, we're going to go, but we had to buy our own flights, buy our own tickets, but she paid for one hotel room for all of us to share who came. So how generous she really was a saint what a sweetheart she probably 
took our tips that we tithed and bought the <laughs> hotel room. Well, she used those for her hotel room. Oh, man. So anyway, so she said you can bring a plus one. And I was like, wow, how a generous one. that I also had to pay for <laughs> You can bring whoever you want. You just got to pay for their food and their plane ticket and their ticket to IBS and their hotel room. You can bring whoever you want. Yeah. So we all go to Vegas, me and this group of, you know, women in their 50s. And we were staying in this hotel room. And people were sleeping on the floor, the couch, sharing the beds, like top and tail, like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It was kind of outrageous. And I remember this was my chance to network with people in the industry because I had never like networked outside of the doors of the salon. Remember, I had no Instagram, no nothing. And so I went to IBS with my best friend and it was great. You know, I was taking a lot of like mini lash trainings while I was there and I was really networking with everyone. Um, at the booth and I was I was seeing new lash products for the first time that I was spending There's my other lash products. Oh, so I was spending my own money buying lash products here because I was like, I can buy more tweezers for my friends. Yes. My friends and I can have new tweezers. I found out how cheap tweezers it's like were. Christmas. Yeah. Um and my my friend and I had a great time. And I remember the the next day at IBS, um, we all woke up and we were like, Where's the bo- where's our boss? She was nowhere to be found. She wasn't responding to texts, calls. She didn't go to the conference at all. She left yeah. her badge Sounds about right. um, and she had taken off and I literally thought she was a missing person. And so like a few days later, she reappears and we were like crying. We were like, where were you? And she's like, oh, you know, God just told me to go on this road trip. And to, she drove to Jerome, Arizona to go on Jerome? a Jerome? Go- <laughs> she got a rental car and drove. God to- told me to go meet some of the ghosts. <laughs> what? <laughs> she. What a story. Elliot, she. <laughs> <laughs> What's the burger she... place they're called? <laughs> God told me to go to Ghost Burger. He said, he said I have work for you Stop. there. So she got a rental car and drove to Jerome, Arizona to go on a ghost hunting tour and then drove back. And we had one final night with her. And so I was like, okay, we have one night with the whole salon. Like, this is fine. Um, and she was like, okay, guys, to make up for me leaving, I planned a whole night for us all to hang out with each other. And I was like, this Amazing. is really nice. This is nice. So um, we put on our, our skankiest little Vegas dresses, and um, we kept saying, woohoo, woohoo. That was kind of the word for the night. She was flirting with the Ubers. She, like, took her underwear off on the strip and, oh like, gave gosh. them to someone. Yeah. Ew. And then first stop of the night was we went to Ruth's. Chris's Ruth's Chris. Chris. I hate that name. Can we it's talk like, about that? We you gonna be plural or not? Airplane food, am I right? Ruth's Chris. <laughs> Ruth's Chris. And I remember I had spent all the money I had, and so I was like, I'm not gonna order any food. I think I ordered like a Caesar salad. Yeah, because she said, Hey, I'm gonna take you guys to Ruth's Chris. You guys gotta cover your bill though. <laughs> But I will get so us in the I, door. I ordered like the house salad and I was just starving <laughs> the whole trip. And then um, stop two of the night was we went to like a male strip show. I don't even. You yeah. can. You don't have. You're not going to dox Thunder from Down Under. I don't want people to know who I'm talking about. That's like the one though. Okay. We went to Thunder from Down and Under. And also it wasn't your choice. Yeah. We went to Thunder from Down Under. Um, and it was just really you know, it's a male strip show, but I was, I was 18. I was young and you were scarred. Oh my gosh. She was like, like, she was loving it. She's like, God told me to go to thunder from down. Under. We have this haunted, we have this haunted picture where we're all sitting on the laps of all the shirtless Australian gay men. She's shouting out. She's in the front row. She's like, God told me I need to go on stage with you. God told me you need to give me a lap dance. And so there's this video where I was so embarrassed. I was almost crying. And she filmed this flash video of me. And she said, say, hi, mom. And I went, mom, please come get me. Come get me. I'm scared. <laughs> and she, like, sent it to my mom. And I was just so embarrassed. And um, then that night I was like, hey, guys, it's it's like 11. I'm going to go back to the hotel room. I was not a partier. Like like we mentioned in episode one, Ellie Didn't, and I met at a party and that was the only that time That was the party we went to. Yeah, we don't Didn't party. you have to buy new shoes? I did buy new shoes because I was wearing these these high <laughs> heels and I was so uncomfortable. You're not a heels girly. No, I walked into a Skechers store and bought some Skechers. She's, you still have those Skechers. Yeah, they're awesome. So it's comfiest shoes you own. R- truly great. And, uh, you know, they carry such good memories for great me. Great investment. Yeah. Truly. My last dime. Skechers should sponsor the pod. 
Schedule we do a sponsor me. Next next episode, we're both wearing. <laughs> we're wearing the ugliest. <laughs> we're, no, next next episode, we're both wearing shape ups. <laughs> remember we, do you remember when Kim Kardashian yeah. had a sponsorship with Kim Kardashian's and, coolest and, sponsorship? And Kim, and Kim K was like, "I love my shape ups." They're so good for walking around my mansion. <laughs> like she took that deal. But get your bag, honey. I would do it too for a check. I would do it too. So anyway, I remember we went back to the hotel room and I was like, okay, good night, everyone. I'm going to tuck in. She was like, Maddie, we're going clubbing. And You're going to miss out on clubbing? So for the first time in my experience working with her, I said, no. I said, you said, I'm 19. I said, no, thank you. She was like, just get a fake ID. Just it's get fine. a fake ID. There's, there's a guy outside selling them. So I did. I, I stayed in. They they went clubbing all night. You. And, you know, I went to work the next day. I got on the plane, went to work the next day. And Let's they were go. all hung, like, oh, whatever. So anyway, I think that's that's to conclude my salon sweet story, my salon story. She took you to Ed Sheeran? Oh, my gosh. No, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> she would always plan. She would always plan these salon trips. And here's the thing. Like, Ellie and I own a business like when we go and do things with uh you know the renters or uh, with our partners at the cop shop like we put it on the business card we it is a write-off like if we have a business dinner it's a business expense and we talk about the business it's a business expense she would make us pay for absolutely everything so one day she was like guys i want to go see ed sheeran in seattle but then she's like you pay for it and then she's like wait give me the receipt (laughs) 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 this is a business expense (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's like just, she's like just buy your Ed Sheeran ticket buy your plane ticket and have a place to stay and then get a rental car and like <laughs> so I did so I did and I said you know what though I don't want to go with the salon again because that Vegas trip really was like uncomfortable and so I would like to go with my boyfriend Elliot so I brought my boyfriend Elliot and um, he was so cute. I love that guy. That guy was cool. He was awesome. So anyway, I brought Elliot. It was like our first. I think that was your best boyfriend. Oh my gosh. He was so. Best one yet. He was really fine. So we stayed at like our own place, got our own transportation flights, everything. And I was like, I'll just meet you guys at the concert. So we go to this concert and. she Didn't she buy the tickets though? No. Or did you reimburse her? Because they were all together. And I reimbursed her. Yeah, you reimbursed her. But she her. picked the worst t- tickets we could get. <laughs> like, we were in the basement of the concert. We were at the highest, highest, that highest. Would be the attic. The yeah, opposite of Yeah, the, the highest nosebleeds. I mean, you couldn't even see. <laughs> Ed Sheeran was a little orange dot on Ed the Sheeran stage. Ed Sheeran was an orange speck. You take a video, and there's just an orange pixel in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, that's him. Yeah. There he is. And so I wasn't very social with anyone there. I really was there, was there to work, and... um. That was funny. Those were funny bloopers. Yeah, that was. Are there any other? There's got to be another story from. There's from, a- I I'll bleep it. We're at <laughs> bleep it. We're at fifty three minutes. Okay. Do not say that. Fifty three minutes. Fifty three minutes. All right. You mean down. Dave's at salon? Davey Dave. Bob salon <laughs> at Joe's shop. barbecue foot massage. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Cut that we're out. Write it down. Cut that out. Oops. Um. Anyway, guys, that mm-hmm. was my time working at a day spa. I hope we learned something. I hope that if you are in a situation working at a salon with an employer and you're an employee and you feel uh, in any way taken advantage of that you have the courage to stand up for yourself, stand up for what's right, and uh, you have the courage to either work for someone else that is great or go on your own. Yeah. Get out there. Get your bags. Yeah. And love you so much. Yeah. Until next time. Smooches. Smooches.